So we open there with a song called The Night Is Young and We're All Out of Necro and that's by the band uh, Beaten to Death. Pete, you've picked this one and it's, it's absolutely crazy but I gather it's part of like a wider release package really. It's, it seems like a quite an ambitious thing you've sort of described to me. Yeah, I, I mean, I've not heard of this band until we got sent it through for review but um, I've loved it that much. You know, I've, I've really kind of, you know, read into it and, and got into the band more. So they a couple of months ago, they released, uh, maybe three months ago, released a 16-track vinyl, this kind of really lush vinyl package, but the, um, not available as download. And instead, they're releasing four four-track EPs every fortnight from this week and, and up until Christmas with all the tracks on it, but with a different mix. So it, it's... You know, it's it's already ambitious, it's already kind of slightly different. In terms of the EPs, they're all named after different forests. Um, and there's whole descriptions of the biodiversities of those forests. Um, there's one in Holland, Norway, Japan, and uh, Endor, so from Star Wars. Okay. Um, so <laughs> it's just, you know, everything about them is like, obviously kind of fun and eclectic and, and strange. And then that's before I even get into the music. And I love this release. I love, every, you know... A list of this one, which is the first one. Uh, this tracks off off the first one, which is out now. Uh, you know, immediately to the other three as well. And I've listened to them continuously since we've been sent it because they're, they're so good and there's so many good songs on there. You know, you don't get sixteen track albums no, not much really. anymore. <laughs> uh, you know, and I don't appreciate them too often either. You know, quite. But this, it's just the quality, the breadth of it is astounding, and yeah. the enjoyment I got from it. There's the different elements this song's maybe not the most representative it's it's jauntier than others the press release actually describes it in terms of like discordant axis or fuck the facts you know there's there and there are elements of like almost techie grind in there but then in other bits it's almost screamo then it can be will haven then it's grind and then it can be almost soylent green sludge put all that together and it's i, I love this release it's as a whole it's astounding as each EP, it's like this kind of a bewildering package. And then each song within each EP, you know, can be can go off in completely different directions. So this, you know, it's like a Russian doll. Every bit of it is is a surprise and a, a great one at that. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've just listened to this one release and it's just kind of blown me away a little bit. So, um, yeah, I had it on several times um, just to sort of get a almost like an angle on it really because it's over within about five minutes isn't it but it's just yeah. so full of ideas and and just keeps rolling and rolling that you're just like right okay there's something special here so yeah mm. I, I really dug this um yeah i'd advise people to get into that sort of whole series because it's clearly taken you by surprise and yeah you, you've been really impressed by it so brilliant stuff so uh, you can get that at beaten to death.bandcamp.com so yeah that starts off the nine hertz podcast this week as ever nine tracks that we've found sort of like via bandcamp or submissions to ninehertz.co.uk again we've got eclectic weird music for you and uh, i think the next one's a perfect example of that so i found this band from the czech republic called broad shoulder they're just a duo but it's like uh, pretty crazy grindcore stuff with a lot of brass involved as well the album's over over before you can blink a little bit like uh, the last one yeah i just thought this was really interesting really kind of unusual straight out the gate yeah i think i've got a thing for brass at the moment so yeah that might <laughs> might, might be why um what did you make of this because it's absolutely crazy isn't it yeah that's a worry for you that might be um, but yeah <laughs> It is, and it's straight, straight, you know, madness from the off, as you say. The album cover says it. The label's Bandcamp is called Mad Music, um, so that says it. And then you hit with this jazz brass with almost grim black metal vocals. So you think, you know, you just know this is a strange release within a grindcore setting. 
and then yet, and even though it's over within a couple of minutes, it's, it's tuneful. Yeah. Tuneful is a word. Uh, listenable, rhythmical, enjoyable. You know all these things. You think I don't. I, don't, I didn't quite expect that. I thought it was going to be just this. You know noise um, uh, and input, you know, jazz clashing with black metal clashing with grind, but it, it works and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and I think this track we're going to play, Concey, and I, I hope that pronunciation's alright, but um, the rest of the album's pretty, I don't know, it goes through several different kind of shades of genre really, like it doesn't stick to that kind of, that heavy madcap sound that you get straight away with this, it, it kind of winds its way through a, a few little styles and I quite enjoyed just soaking this one up really so yeah it's just one of those ones that you just find um on a kind of random search through Bandcamp. you know um, there's all sorts of ways to find things and this is another recommendation from uh, another band I, I just really thought this was quite special so you can get this at madmusiccz.bandcamp.com a band called brawn shoulder and we're going to play the opening track can't say ian <laughs> So from the Czech Republic, we're going straight into France here with a band called Quillin. Pete, you found this, and yeah, it just kind of big, kind of stoner rock vibes off this one. Yes, but in a in a sort of good way, I guess. Yeah, and I think you know, for all the play a lot of grind and black and stuff and mad crazy stuff like the tracks we've already played today, there's nothing, there's still nothing for me like a, a warm fuzz hug that you get from good stoner rock, for want of a better description. But you know what I mean? That kind of familiarity and that, and that, that deep groove of, of, of this music. And I, I listed quite a few stoner rock bands, the new stoner rock releases this week. And there's, there was a lot of good stuff out there. Not Nothing amazing that made me think, I've got to put that on the podcast until I came to this band. And I thought, yeah, this is, this is, this is going to be the one. 
it's instrumental. I still have my doubts about instrumental stoner rock, despite kind of the whole uh, what Kamata Byrne did in laying the laying the ground or proving the concept in activists could be done if you focus on the riffs and the tone and and everything and you know and and absolutely disproved my theory. But still, you know, I, I think it can you can kind of lose yourself, get lost halfway through the track and, and distance yourself from it. And it's a mark of a band, you know, because these songs aren't short in particular on this album. This is seven minutes long and it doesn't matter. And, and I didn't notice until I started to think about, you know, about us playing it and what we need to be saying. So it, it says something of the quality of this band. I, I think it's you know, a really good album, just great stone around. Definitely. I mean, I, I put it on and kind of let it drift away while I was reading the other day and it just kind of, it was a perfect like accompaniment to that. And yeah, it, it just kind of painted a bit of a picture really. So I think that's what really good instrumental music does. It kind of conjures up images in your mind of, of something vast. And, and I, I don't quite buy into, I mean, I've always said this, but I don't quite buy into the fact that you can make uh, instrumental music sound political. I think Pelican claimed that a long time ago, and um, I think Russian Circles maybe do as well. I think that's a bit high brow thinking for this kind of music. I mean, it's it's there to sort of put on and drift away to. It's not to sort of make a statement. So I'm kind of... I like to enjoy it for what it is, and, and if it's this good, then I don't care kind of yeah. what the thought is behind it. So yeah, I, I absolutely thought this was great. The album's called Petricor. We could play a song called Sun Strokes the Wall. You can get this at quillin.bandcamp.com.
So uh, we're often about kind of finding new stuff and sometimes things just leap out at you and this next band's no exception. Aztecia, uh, who we've found uh, from Sweden. Uh, I think we've really impressed both of us this week. I, I kind of picked it, but I think if you'd found this first, you'd have um, put this straight on, Pete. Yeah, it's just like chaotic kind of churning. It, it's got a lot in common with a lot of stuff we've been playing over the last year or so. The, the kind of unrelenting, chaotic kind of sound that a lot of death metal and a lot of black metal is kind of going. But yeah, this this just sounded like unique to me and, and very sort of dense and a little bit I don't know, psychedelic as well. Like it's mm. got that it's got that thing that we keep going back to, the psychedelic kind of churning sound. Yeah, and it pushes out from you know, from what I got like sludge and doom, you know, yeah. and that kind of pushing towards the extremes of metal and bringing in psychedelic influences. It's like you say, that's kind of real. There's been a lot of great music which could claim similar types of setup. And this is in that bracket. It does feel sludge, but then almost the tempo's a bit too alive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, too kind of <laughs> jauntily, too sprightly, too kind of out of the swamps. Uh, and to truly fit that. But I just as I think that, this song just completely slows to you know, a stopping pace and suddenly you feel that doom tone. And it's a wonderful, you know, wonderful place to be in, which doom tones will always be for us. Yeah. And with all that, you know, despite that, you know, I kind of really reveled in that. And I think there's this melancholic mood that pervades. You know, I mean, that's natural. But I think maybe not on this track, some of the other tracks, it's yeah. the album has this downbeat thing. Yeah, something unique, something strange about it. So, yeah, that's that's kind of why I picked it, really. Someone called the Death Rattle podcasters call it Monstrous Sludge Doom, which is a pretty simple but a pretty to-the-point description, I'd say, as well. So, yeah, I, I, I can I can understand that. I mean, the album, like you say, it kind of winds and it's it's kind of a bit of a maelstrom of influences, really, but it, it just kind of sounded quite unique to these ears. So I think that's why... Uh, sort of brought it to the podcast this week. We're going to play a song called Domination slash Annihilation. Apparently it's got a guest star on it called uh, Arne Olsen, who is in a band called, what was it? Uh, Speed Shank, although we're guessing at that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, Google, Swedish Googling. Yeah, so some Swedish Googling later, and we've, we think we, he's in kind of like a, a another band from Sweden, so hopefully that's right. Apologies if it isn't. Absolutely love this. You can get this at uh, aztekia.bandcamp.com. And the album's called The Crawling Chaos. This is Domination Annihilation.
Okay, so this next one uh, kind of does not deal with subtlety at all. A band called Scalp from California. I'd say this has got shades of like proper, like brutal hardcore to it as well. It sounds like a hardcore band gone a little bit sludge to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe, you know, somewhere between, you know, Nails and someone like Harm's Way, you know. The, yeah. Between, you know, kind of bridging, there's not much of a bridge there, but, you know, like <laughs> across that and. That's not. I, I appreciate you know bands that love it live. I don't listen to it that much. Yet this release really grabbed me um, more so than I thought it would. There's the, the lyrics are kind of um, you know left wing political anti racist and all that, which is you know brilliant and excellent. Musically, there's bits of it. Bits of this album really jump out. This song in particular, halfway yeah. through, it just breaks into enormous slowed down riff out of nowhere. It's proper and, beat down, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. and it, I just knew you know it got me there. The whole album's fantastic. It's you know, like I say, it's slightly out of where I listen to, but despite that, you know, if it's dragged me and people into this music, they're going to lose the shit for this. I think. Yeah, I think the um, from the pit podcast would appreciate this one. Like it'd be their jam straight away. Like the the beat down is just so cool, yeah. Um, <laughs> and and the lyrics as well. Leave no skin on the skinhead's head. Yeah, says it all really. Uh, that's where they're coming from. Um, which you can understand. You know, um, America is like completely binary in terms of um, you know your allegiance these days. So there's a real anger from both sides of the argument, I guess. And this is this is the left. You know, it's. It's quite clear, really, isn't it? It's, there's no, yeah. <laughs> there's no yeah. room for like, oh, what does this mean? You know? Yeah, yeah. And we won't be playing it, you? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Can yeah. you imagine? Kind of music in in this vague vicinity this year. You know, it's like Terminal Nation and Zibalba and you know loads of other bands and um, and it doesn't have to be political, but it often is. And you know, with the state of you know, in particular, you know, the bands we've mentioned are all American. So this the year in politics, you know, they've had. Um, it's maybe not a surprise to see so much great, you know, like absolutely pissed off, you know, angry hardcore with this, you know, with the left wing political message. So this is, and the, you know, that's ended on a positive note, and we've gained all this great music as a result. Yeah. <laughs> Which, so. Well, they often say, don't they, like a right wing government like produces the best hardcore yeah. and the best punk. punk yeah. 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 It's a, it's a sad it's a sad fact, <laughs> but you know, we do get some amazing music like this from it. So um <laughs> so yeah, this is um from an album called Domestic Extremity, uh, and we're gonna play the song Scalp. Uh, and you can get this at scalpoc.bandcamp.com. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah
inspiration can come from anywhere, I guess. And I think this next band are a really good example of, of something quite unusual, really. So uh, a band called Tamor, you found, Pete, from uh, Empoli, Italy. But it seems like they've got an Albanian influence and, and they're named after a, a sort of mountain that's that sits above a city called Berat. And we've, we've done our own amateur research and apparently it's the city of a thousand windows and it's like on the side of a, a river and a mountain. So it's quite a spectacular looking place and the music kind of reflects that, doesn't it? It's kind of this like traditional, interesting sound. Yes, yeah. And our, kind of five, our five minutes Googling it, you know, it, it yeah. looks an amazing place. So yeah, that, that we, like we were just saying, we learn something new from the music we pick, so, which is good. You know, I played this in the first track. It's almost a intro track it isn't it's you know it's this track that i'm going to play there's no vocals got this traditional albanian music influence not that i know what that is but you know from their description but you can hear it and there's these you know tribal rhythms within it and all you know mixed with kind of a doom track it's and it really grabbed my attention so then you move into the rest of the album and it's slightly more traditionally doom with a bit of sludge in there maybe with all these influences maybe a bit more subtle than this opening track and and it's a more than de- you know even when those influences are minimal it's a you know more than decent you know doom album the more these influences come in and it creates this you know distinct distinctive sound the the, the more I loved it and actually when I kind of I, I knew I was going to play some off the album because I you know I liked it all and I just came back to this opening track vocalless therefore not necessarily representative but I just love how it kind of mixes it all like fifty fifty you know like. You know the the heavy music and these all this different kind of instrumentation and sound. So I just think it sounds fantastic for that. Yeah, it's so unique, and the album kind of continues in a similar vein. Like the um, the inventiveness on this, and the again, it's, it's it's another unique track that I don't think I've ever heard anything like it. Really, some of the instrumentation and some of the arrangement remind me of like the black metal vibes that you get from uh, some of the albums from Me to Vaspidel. That kind of traditional, almost like medieval sounding. Right. traditional yeah. music is, is kind of over there as well so yeah I, I found this like a really fascinating release and I think yeah it's probably best if we just play this and see what people think so track's called Cabba and you can get this at tomor.bandcamp.com
So we'll go back to uh, England for this next one and uh, Trepanation Recordings. So we've managed to sign an absolutely amazing uh, American band called Of Walls from Chicago. Of Walls got in touch with me via Instagram this week. Any bands who want to sort of uh, put their music forward, you can do that. Or you can get in touch via editor at ninehertz.co.uk or our Facebook. Basically, I mean, I'd, I'd seen this was out and I'd given it a cursory listen as, as I do with all the Trepanation Recordings really. But yeah, like a really big dip into this album, Balance uh, by Of Walls reveal the band that are kind of yeah just full of anger and and like bile so yeah i, I loved it what do you make of this one because i mean i've picked a song that which is pretty like atheist i guess in its uh in its lyrical content yeah that, yeah just again about that makes them your label mates now yeah it's so, crazy yeah yes yeah it surprised me it surprised me on a, on a couple of fronts you know like i'm terrible for preconception i say this all the time you know I, i'll kind of happily not judge uh, by an album cover but kind of expect certain music and for one the album cover i had this down as kind of symphonic black metal yeah. or something like that or power metal <laughs> or something it, it's brilliant but it's kind of not what i thought and then on first listen i didn't quite it it, it revealed itself more on subsequent listens it was at first i had this uh, you know, kind of metallic hardcore vibe to it and things like that. But actually, um, underneath that, it's, it's underpinned by uh, noise rock, I guess. You know, like unsane, yeah. uh, that electricity to it, that kind of um, that excitement because you're not quite sure exactly where it's going to go. And it, it's, it's, it's a layer, you know, uh, a strata higher in terms of heavy, you know, strata heavier, I should say than most of the noise rock. And that's kind of what threw me immediately. But the more you listen, you, you realise there's a lot more going on than, than this kind of, you know, like a metallic hardcore song. And that just makes it utterly compelling, you know, that, that awkwardness and that, you know, the mixture of the riffs and the anger. Uh, th- I think they list 16 as a influence as well. That's really pertinent, you know, like yeah. 16 when they're not completely like a sludge band, but when they, you know, they're kind of, they're on the unsane end of things. Yeah, yeah. I really, I, I I got that a lot. I can definitely hear the influences they list as well. Like it's quite a quite a, a wide net they cast. So it's like Gajira, Jesus Lizard, and then Shellac, and you can you can kind of hear all of that. Melvins as well. Like it, there's there's so much going on in terms mm. of like you could point pin put a pin in anywhere to be honest and and sort of come out with something different. So yeah, really really enjoyed this. Um, so yeah, as I say, it's on Trepanation Recordings, but you can also get uh, this on uh, cassette. And CD from uh, from the Off Wolves band camp. Yeah, so we're going to play a song called Maker. Uh, it's off the album Balance, and you can get this at ofwolves.bandcamp.com. Jesus, Bruno, 
next uh, we've got a, a, a label called Transcending Obscurity of uh, like released this amazing band called Subterranean from France, and uh, yeah, it's a heavy, epic piece of work, isn't it? I mean, um, we're going to play an excerpt from a song called Wrath of a Diamond Trodden Planet, and yeah, it's just I'd say bleak. Like that's that's kind of what I got from this. Just it goes for that miserable, dark, dank sound that seems to be like the fashion at the moment but yeah, I, yeah. it's brilliant though yeah not sure if, yeah fashion feels the wrong word for something that's just yeah. you know black and out but I, I get it yeah you know like if you think say that like blind monarch you know that if you see a band like that there's bits of that in there they kind of they cross over this is doom you know let's let's kind of put that on the table it's that and it's but there's different elements within that there's you know there are really slowed down funeral doom there's you know the kind of burning witch bits in there there's more straight up doom there's more you know there's sludgy bits you know it gets blackened mm. at some elements and that's what keeps into it that's why an 18 minute song can you know just can completely capture you for the whole length of it and then there's four tracks on the album each one of them's similarly lengthy but it doesn't matter because it's so good <laughs> you know just putting it plainly we're going to play the last five minutes of this song I think which is it, it kind of changes tack and it, it comes again to really experience it you need to have you know you need to kind of live the experience of the first you know the whole thing to kind of understand why that how that changes from this bleakness into this element and all that yeah just just really I, I can't say how, how much I love this and we've had it a little while through the emails transcending the obscurity we do a lot of put out a lot of good stuff they sent it a while ago so I've been kind of itching to play this uh, and, and it's out you know it's out on the day this podcast comes out to finally get to kind of perfect yeah. to, to pick it yeah yeah um i mean they they compare themselves to jupiterian which i think is spot on um you know we played um some tracks off their album proto sapien uh, earlier in the year and i think they've got a lot in common um that kind of bleak almost like um not not maybe as ponderous as um the likes of bell witch or whatever but it certainly conjures up that miserable dreary kind of it, it fits the year like this year has been a, a subterranean kind of year <laughs> like i think that's probably the best way to put it really as far as like the release goes there's so many options um in terms of uh, merchandise and things so if you if you're into this then um have a look through their band camp because they've got so, so many different types of um ways to kind of listen to this and, and bundles with amazing looking artwork as well so it's an all-round package this one really really impressive so like you say we're going to play um one of like an exit off the final track from this um and you can get this at subterranean.bandcamp.com
So for the first time in Nine Hertz podcast history, we've actually lost a bit of audio. Um, not too bad, because it's just the end. Um, but me and Pete were discussing the band Bloody Head from Nottingham. Uh, they've released a tape uh, that's um, to benefit the uh, sort of reinstating or kind of like protecting the future of Stuck on Our Name Studios in Nottingham. Uh, they've released a tape, there's 75 available, and uh, all profits go to helping keep what is one of Nottingham's amazing uh, DIY spaces alongside JT Saw and alongside uh, the more conventional venues like the Chameleon and the Rescue Rooms. Um, and it's a part of Nottingham history, like a lot of bands uh, sort of claim that uh, they wouldn't be around without uh, Stuck on a Name, and it's certainly one of the most interesting places to go uh, to sort of watch a gig. Um, bands like Underdark have come out and said there would be no Underdark without Stuck in a Name, so um, you know that, that kind of shows you what heritage there is uh, in a venue like that. So yeah, uh, Bloodyhead have come out with this tape. Uh, it's actually from a live recording I think that was made in April, so uh, it's like a re-release of that, but um, yeah, limited edition and uh, for what a great cause, I mean absolutely amazing. So. Um, this track is off, um, yeah, like a, a sort of celebratory tape, I'd, I'd say. So um, if you want to get a hold of this, you can get this at bloodyhead.bandcamp.com. I'm going to play a song called Fit For No One. Mm-hmm. 